0: Welcome to Astronomica. Sorry, I coughed on your hello. Oh, that's okay. Hello. <coughs> hello.
1: Hello. <laughs> Howdy. Body noise. So, oh, no. guys, I uh, I noticed in listening back that uh, in this episode coming up mm-hmm. versus in the last episode, I described something in a contradictory <laughs> way. Mm. So uh, you fucking caught me. What do you want? Is it is it my uh, fault? No,
2: no. I so in listening to this episode, I was like, Sam kept asking us, "Did I say that that there was no atmosphere? Because there's atmosphere." And yeah. I was like, "No, there's no atmosphere." You definitely <laughs> said. And when I listened back, I was like, "No, he just says there's no gravity." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's but, on uh, me. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Well, I don't think. I just hope you're satisfied, Colin. You finally got me. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> you know. It's bittersweet. This You've been case. coming
1: for the king. This it started. <laughs> <clears throat>
3: hey, does he mean does he mean himself? I think so. He's a king. Has he been a king this whole I fucking never time? Never saw a crown. Well, I mean, I, I don't think they do that anymore, except at like ceremonial occasions. I, I I'm pretty sure the Queen of England
0: has a crown on under that little bonnet. Look, okay, maybe I don't. Know, but you I have, have to, to put know. it on to go
4: to. Epstein Island. Oh. Should we be like, genuflecting and shit?
2: Guys, guys, I think if Stan had had a crown, mm-hmm. we'd never know. He would have lost it. I've seen his teeth. He's lost a bunch
1: of crowns. Yeah. Oh, oh, shit. God. Hence the lisp. You
3: burnt, <laughs> your majesty. <laughs> <clears throat> <clears throat>
1: you got torched, your majesty. Now. Luckily, I'm getting uh, the crown replaced just before Astronomicon. So. Oh, oh, Nice. nice.
2: I don't know. I feel like you should just black it out.
1: Mm -hmm. Just, you know. I'm going to see if I can get it. Verisimilitude. Get get some uh, uh,
4: Cracker Barrel false teeth.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. I'm
4: going to get one made of tungsten.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Nice. My wedding ring's made of tungsten. Mine was, too, and then it got lost. Prepare, like. Oh, shit. I was hanging out with a prostitute, so I took it off. (laughs) No. No, I was was working uh, my previous job handling gross stuff. And I took it off to like Wash my hands with hand sanitizer And I left it on the seat And I must have uh, knocked it out uh, That mm. sucks mm. Yeah But I ask for a new one every Christmas And my wife never gets me one So still-
4: <laughs> Well
2: you know She's keeping her options open
1: mm-hmm, yeah. One of these years You'll get the hint
4: Yeah <laughs> What you didn't know Is when you took your ring off To pick up the gross stuff Darcy was actually hiding <laughs> <laughs> In the back of the van <laughs> <Yoink>! Yeah <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh dear
0: Taking off the ring to pick up the gross stuff Is the kind of thing Stan lies about on the weekend oh. <laughs> Is that what they call it
4: <laughs> The only reason yeah. that doesn't work Is because they all call Stan the gross stuff <laughs>
3: <laughs> Well uh Just to round out I've been keeping y'all updated Ceiling, ceiling The cave-in ceiling. has been repaired Alright We have a ceiling we have a ceiling. Oh, it is not feeling. primed or painted, but it is a ceiling. Um, but it is a ceiling, um, and so yeah, I uh, and all I'm you had to today. all you had to give up for was your savings, right? Yep,
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. savings. Much.
2: Look, guys, when the inevitable collapse of our society occurs, we all know that fiat money is going to be worthless anyway.
3: Mm-hmm. Is that right. happening? Please, God, soon.
2: So you know, invest in. I guess, gold or something? I don't know. Maybe
4: Nunchucks. Yeah, <laughs> Invest Nunchucks. in gold, because you can't eat dollars.
0: The are notoriously unreliable.
4: But Italian here's... cars in general are pretty hard to work on. A
2: Fix a
1: it again, Tony. <laughs> I'm
2: here's saying there's, there's going
0: to be a ninja weapons race. So <laughs>
1: Here, Here's...
2: I will say this about uh, stockpiling gold for the uh, inevitable collapse of society. Mm-hmm. If you slingshot a dollar at someone, it does nothing.
3: No. If you
2: slingshot a hunk of metal at someone. A gold
3: nugget.
4: Well, uh, that that brings up my point is uh, I won't stockpile gold, but I will stockpile weapons and ammunition. <laughs> there you go. And then if I need gold, yeah. I can get it. <laughs> 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 From somebody with a slingshot. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Oh man, I do love the idea though Of like all the people who have been Who have been doing this like prepper stuff yeah. And stockpiling that kind of thing And and the collapse occurs And they're just looking at them so the, the first couple of days they're just like This is legit <laughs> You find them three months later and they're just like They cannot give gold away So uh-huh. they do start just using it as rocks Paper, you know, like yeah. Yeah. Bullets I
4: mean, It's ductile and malleable
1: Like it's It's got some intrinsic worth But like Plato,
2: Yeah. I mean...
1: I like to think of them in the bunker after three months eating their 700th can of ravioli. Uh-huh. Mm. And just be like, should I should have just gone with the bomb. <laughs> I, I like the fucking I- sucks. I like the idea of, like,
4: uh tilling the next row in the community garden with all of my friends that I've <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> started. Yeah. You know, a new healthy society with. Sure. And, like, every so often we'll, like put on zombie costumes and, like, walk in front of the prepper's house. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, when they're peeking freaking. out of their little bunker window, they're like, oh, shit! <clears throat> mm-hmm. Okay, I, that could be the start of a really great show. Yeah.
2: Mm. I think that sounds awesome. Because,
4: you know, you you don't. I mean, I would let them in, I guess, provisionally, but uh, you don't
1: want them. No. <laughs> like. Not too many of them. Yeah. <laughs> You have the ones; everybody has something to gossip about, but right, right,
4: yeah. That's that's the one thing you don't want to stockpile is preppers. <clears throat> <laughs> oh
0: god! And I think we've been on like a preppers tear lately. It's like the not the first mention within the couple of weeks about about preppers. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah.
0: And, you know they wouldn't be my first choice of target. Yeah, no. yeah, they're worse. They're weird. Yeah, but that's it. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, a- oh man, speaking of weird prepper shit. <laughs> my, my friend uh that is the sort of you know person that's real into guns and you know like yeah, we, we live in tennessee it's a lot of people yeah but um so one of his um like father-in-law's friends passed who was a weird like tennessee gun dude and left all of his shit to his father-in-law. So now there's a garage full of just, like, cases and cases and cases of weird, like, incendiary ammunition. And, like, <laughs> there's a Mac 11 in the garage now. So I just, like... Okay. Wow. Just, just a Mac 11. We can just play around with. It was kind of rusty. We cleaned it up, but, like, it functions. Wait, like, that garage?
3: No. Oh, damn. <laughs> well, actually, good. Because I would have been real mad if you were <clears throat> fucking around with a Mac 11, and you didn't invite me outside
1: In the garage that's locked with like a padlock
3: Yeah yeah, yeah. And rotten wood
1: Who,
4: Whose <laughs> address we have broadcast on the internet yeah.
2: <laughs> We've occasionally chucked uh, Potatoes And axes at an air. Yeah
4: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you uh, Have any plans to go out to a big old Vacant field with a hill at the back And use up some of that incendiary ammo anytime
0: soon um, That is a thing that is going to happen well, I think the um the safety precautions as planned were zip tie it to a, st- a tree and <laughs> tie a string around the trigger and get back kind of far away before we pull it, you know. On, oh, cuz you worry about it that it just like Is you this know. what
4: is this like World War 2 surplus stuff that might be unstable <laughs> uh, by now?
0: I think it's from the 90s, but ah. yeah, it's uh, it wasn't well regarded as reliable when it was brand new. Yeah. And now it's been sitting in a garage for 20-something years. So. Ah, so it's aged. It's vintage. Vintage incendiary ammunition. <laughs> I had an old boss,
1: and I think, I'm pretty sure the statute of limitations has passed, So, <laughs>
0: um,
1: but he was a military brat um, and lived on a base in Germany for a while, <clears throat> and the kids at the military base would go play in the old like trenches and stuff, and... Uh, or tunnels or whatever it was. And they found a box of ammunition one day and being, you know, 14 years old, piled it up and lit it on fire.
3: <laughs> oh, my God.
1: And there was oh, this, geez. like, hail of machine gun fire and all the kids ran home. And it, he said that to this day, it's, do, it's like, documented as the last, like, partisan attack by, like, Nazi sympathizers. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's pretty great. Oh, gosh, that's hilarious man well guys i guess you'll be hearing this intro right before we have nerd camp so if you were planning to come we'll see you in like two days
1: yeah
2: uh hey definitely if you have not if you're planning to come and you haven't done it yet hit up the discord
0: yeah please let us know check in Mm -hmm. relax don't do it if you want to come. <laughs> we,
4: we, we think there's going to be about 12 people. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a good crowd. It's going to be exciting. Yeah. And um, I did want to mention to people, uh, let's see, check the Discord if you haven't already. Also, um, we are we don't have like a schedule yep. of events. Yeah. It's just kind of a, we'll figure it out when we're there. Mm-hmm. Probably going to have a big game most nights. Mm-hmm. And um, the rest of the time... Bring games you want to run. Bring board games you want to run. Um, Great time, especially if there's as many people as we expect to come to. Like get you know, three to five people together for that board game that you just always wanted to play and you just can't uh, because you just never have enough people, or you just you know you've worn your friends out on it, and now you need new people who don't know. (laughs) Yeah. And um, a suggestion: it's a place where a lot of folks maybe don't know each other. If you've got your favorite co-op game that is a, uh, you're all working against the problem versus you're working against each other, mm-hmm. this is a really great time to break that out because that's a great way to, like, get on a good vibe with new folks that you don't know. Okay. For example, I hear, uh, our good buddy Colin will be bringing Zombie Side.
3: Oh, it's a great game. It's a great game. It's a fantastic game. Don't play it nearly as much as I'd like to, so I'm going to play it this weekend. Yeah. Excellent. Some
4: good shit. I'm going to bring uh, Diplomacy just to (laughs) get that spirit of unity and togetherness <laughs> <laughs> so we
2: start playing diplomacy yeah. friday afternoon when we get there and mm-hmm. end when we leave right uh, that's the
4: friday slightly later in the afternoon <laughs> <laughs> when no one is speaking to each when other when somebody's anymore. thrown the table
2: oh yeah. my gosh my favorite diplomacy uh story from the one time that i played which was for uh, a, a birthday that colin had a few years ago um was it was the first and only time i've ever played um I was terrible and I was absolutely going to be exiting the game early, except Jeff, who was also at the table, was convinced that I was a tactical mastermind and I knew exactly what I was doing (laughs) and I would do something really dumb and he'd be like, and I tell him like, look, like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just making moves.
4: I still don't believe that you're. <laughs> I think you're playing the long game right now.
2: And he 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 stuck by me even when I like I made a move to sort of attack his area, and he's like, "Hey, like you're kind of you're kind of brushing up on some territory there." And I'm like, "Look, I don't really know what I'm doing." And he's like, "I think you're planning something," and I'm just telling you, "Don't," and I'll be your ally. And I'm like, so <laughs>
3: <laughs> One of you was the. Turks. I'm a cheap ally. <laughs> When he was the Turks and one of was Austria. Is that? Am I remembering that? One of you, Italy. So that was many moons ago. Yeah, I, I think. Mean, um, I, don't I don't think
1: Eric was. was Austria. Okay, as I recall. Yeah,
3: I think I was. I, thought he I was, was England. I was France. Oh yeah, you're right. He was England
2: because he won, didn't he? Technically, I yeah. mean, we had one of those yeah. games where, like, yeah. you all agree that he the won game because is over. Colin,
1: Colin, helped him. Yep, and wouldn't listen to reason. Quizzling, I
4: look.
1: <laughs> you know. Like, his back is right there. Yeah. You can just stab it. Man.
3: Well, you know, live and learn. (laughs) Next time I play Diplomacy, there are no friends.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He's the unchallenged strongest player on the board. I have to side with him. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah.
2: But yeah, if you've got got games, bring them on out. Can't guarantee everything will get played, but, uh, you know, sounds like we're going to have a nice, good group of folks, so... Uh, bring your gaming hats. I don't know how to end this,
3: yeah your gaming hats, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm making chili one night, nice. I don't know what else I mean, you do a uh white chili don't i you? do I do mm. a white chili oh uh, it's
4: gotta be white I'm gonna bring a savory uh meaty cheesy Quran, which is Ooh. uh bread that's about eighty five percent butter okay, nice and, and
3: meat that that sounds fucking dope yeah
1: I'm gonna bring like a bindle of cocaine. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I think I, I think I win. Stan, that is the absolute worst way to transport your cocaine. <laughs>
1: I call it a balloon. It. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> it's a red handkerchief on a stick.
4: <laughs> <laughs> they call him Johnny Cocaine Seed. Oh, my God. Um, um, he, he brings a... He he leaves a trail of uh, uh, podcast <laughs> ideas and uh, <laughs> TV pilot scripts that
3: are about one third finished. <laughs> Johnny NFT investments. Cocaine Seed yeah. Yeah. name no. <laughs> Johnny mentions. Cocaine Seed he gives everybody blow. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
2: and Johnny on that
3: Johnny
0: Cocaine Seed is not is runny and it often bleeds. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my god. Um, I think I'm gonna call this intro done. It was a good one. Uh, yeah, it was yeah? solid. We'll see you guys soon. And now I'm going to ad lib a recap. Okay, guys, I don't have a whole lot of time to update you right now because there is a thing that is trying to eat my head right now. And I think it might be a ghost or some sort of alien creature that's trying to impregnate me with eggs. Anyway, so last time we decided that we were going to quickly check out one of the floating ghost vessels, even though I told Pappy that there was going to be a ghost here and that we were going to have problems But he had a really good point that maybe there was some good loot. And I don't know, maybe there's a way to keep the ghosts at bay. Or maybe they're not real. But anyway, we decided to pick this one because it was the closest. And I'll be honest with you. I wasn't paying attention when Pappy told me what the name was. So I don't remember. We opened up the airlock. We had to like dive right into the other ship. And I think I heard some scraping. And so when we opened it up... There was just nothing in there. And then suddenly there was another hopper like screaming and running at us. So I threw something at it. And I think that made it stop running at us or something. I don't know. I just know that I protected everybody from what is clearly a machine that has been taken over by some sort of ghost. So Pappy took care of ripping its arms and legs off, you know, like you do for ghost ridden Android things. Um, and then we decided that we would take a look into the larger ship and uh, when I was looking around trying to be all brave and like really believing that ghosts aren't a real thing, suddenly this thing came out of nowhere and it attached itself to my face and now I don't know what to do because it's going to eat me.
1: Mackie and Anton just, uh... Well, Mackie decommissioned uh, another hopper.
3: And without pausing to even contemplate the ramifications of that, immediately starts cannibalizing this secondary hopper for the hopper parts we most frequently need. Mm -hmm. The face. The face. (laughs) It's the face. (laughs) It's the face. Um, I would like to argue for Rolling to obtain an item that will give me a bonus on hopper heal checks in the future.
1: Hmm. I think that's a cool idea. Thank you. I think that's a really cool idea. So let's a say big guy. Thanks, buddy. What skill are you thinking? Well, I think I fix- gotta make it difficult. Sorry.
3: I think fix is the obvious one and I have insane bonuses in fix. But let's say that what I'm trying to do is salvage The hopper cranium in such a way that in the event of massive and catastrophic failure of our hopper, Mm -hmm. I could put a whole new cranium on him over two rounds of combat. Hmm. Okay. Just for like a plug and play backup. Absolutely.
2: So like, yeah, like you just grab the whole head.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Hot swap the head. Yeah. Hot swap the
1: head. You get mad because you got shot in GoldenEye. You throw your N64 out the window, and then you just turn around and open a new N64 box. Exactly. (laughs) Don't miss a beat Yeah. (laughs) I like the
3: idea. Let's say I'm going to ask for a 10. All right. Mackie is a specialist in fix, folks at home. So he's going to roll 3d6 and take the two best... Before, no, I like those ones that actually have the Roman numerals, no, sorry, the Arabic numerals on them instead of the pips. Those are my jam. All right. Well, I gotta count, I ain't in school. (laughs) Okay, so I rolled a six, a two, and a two, so clearly one of those twos is getting out of here, which brings us to eight, which with Mackie's bonuses. Yep, we're good. All right, take off the head. Mackie uh, removes the head with fucking panache and aplomb and shows it to Hopper and goes, Hey, Hopper, look what I got. And he shoves his head, his hand <laughs> up into the head and goes, Hello, I'm Hopper. <laughs> <laughs> Overcoms.
0: <laughs> it's funny, right?
3: <laughs> Absolutely. All right, this is going to come in handy, hopefully never. But I it's think it a- will come in heady. Hey! <laughs> Oh. Everybody, stop and appreciate the joke Hoppa just made. I'm Thank ha- you very much, Mackie. I'm uh,
2: having a lot of trouble appreciating the joke because this thing is on me.
0: <laughs> I whip towards CB with weapon rays, like, what the fuck is that thing? And what the fuck is that thing? It's
2: oh no, a ghost. <laughs> it's a beaded curtain that she walked into.
0: <laughs> it is
1: um, a strange, membranous, brown, and flat
0: but organic item. So is it like covering in, a doorway? Like a screen?
1: No, it appears to have... It's uh, the old meat curtains. <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, no! Oh,
0: no! <laughs> Fuck!
2: I mean, it's Chris. not the first time that CB's probed the old meat curtains. No, yeah.
3: oh, no. Oh, God damn it! Why did my brain serve that up right now? <laughs> All right.
1: It did as it was made to do.
3: Uh, it did as it was made to do. Is there a face
1: in the middle of this? No.
0: Okay, it's not. <laughs> it's not that thing. Okay, I cut it down and like. Oh
1: no! So okay. Of... So, uh, just a reminder: there's no gravity in here. Right. Mm-hmm. So this thing was presumably just like, just floating. floating out in the in the dark, and then it kind of draped over CB's helmet. Gotcha. And is um, doing that thing where it's like suckling at the glass.
0: Yeah. Oh. Okay. Can, can, uh, can I pull it off of her and just like? You can. Shove him. it into a corner. Yeah. What are okay. you uh grappling? Sounds like if it's resisting me, a punch attack, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to say you don't have to roll an attack. Let's call it a skill check. Okay, exert strength makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, that gives me a flat plus one.
2: Okay. Holy what's shit. what's the what's the skill check for it? How much? How good does Six. he have to do? Okay. Cool.
0: Cool. That was eight nine.
1: Okay. You pull it off. It leaves kind of a. Um, Trail of like viscous oh, grease
0: on the um, visor. <laughs> um, so looks really cool. Oh, sorry.
4: Yes, Oliver. Yes, um, yes, Anton.
0: You mind doing a bioscan of this thing, seeing what sort of organic material we're looking at here? I do not mind at all.
2: So it looks like it's just like it's been pulled off now. So it, does it look? It looks just like, like a, a wet dish towel. D- okay.
1: That's kind of hanging slack, but in zero g, it's still kind of billowing. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, that is a. Ten. Okay. It is organic, but it is non-terrestrial. Okay. And its makeup is extremely alien, beyond what you would expect to find on an Earth-like planet. Um, Nothing about it suggests a top or bottom or front or back. There are some cracks in the skin that look kind of like a when the ground has been baked. You know? Mm -hmm. And within that, there's some like twitchy, what you assume to be sensory tissue.
4: Can I tell, is the uh, viscous goo that was left behind on CB's helmet, does it look like it's etching the glass? Or can my bioscanner give me a readout on
1: whether that would be caustic? Yeah, you got a tin. Yeah, no, it's it's not going to do any harm to the glass. Okay. Notably, the creature has very little in the way of muscle. It has almost no means of locomotion. Mm. Mm. Um, and
2: you mentioned it was sucking, and there was like, there's a viscous part. So part of it looks like dry and cracked, mm-hmm. and part of it must then be a mucous membrane of some kind. If it's like a dish towel, is it like one side is mucous membrane? Is it like there's an orifice?
1: No, it's like it collided with your helmet, and then
3: the part that collided with your helmet secreted this. Oh. So, okay. so the mouth formed where it was in contact Mackie says alright hang on hang on everybody I've got an idea and he's gonna take a power cell Mm -hmm. and you know the scene in Alien after they fucked up Ash and they hook him back up and then he's like (laughs) vomiting like weird milky stuff (laughs) Uh and they like cross examine him we're gonna do one of those that's a good idea. See, Hopper runs away. Everybody <laughs>
1: says everybody says he's vomiting milk, and I know that they use milk, but in my head canon, he's vomiting clam chowder.
3: <laughs> it's chowdery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah it's six of one, half dozen of the other. Am I? I just
1: like yeah. to think that that that's world building. He was eating clam chowder, and then
4: yeah,
1: sure. um,
4: you know what they say? Androids be eating clam chowder.
3: <laughs> androids be eating clam chowder. Yeah, I mean, a-, a B C. Androids be chowdering. Yeah. <laughs> Mackie powers up the uh, the spare hopper cranium. Okay. Uh, hello. It starts screaming. <laughs> Please stop. Okay. Thank you for being accommodating in this matter. Mackie points the spare hopper head at the meat curtain and goes, So, what is that? I do not know. When did it show up? I gather you've been here the whole time. He gives you a, a date that's like three years ago. All right. Was there any inciting incident, or did it just start growing out of the wall at one point? It came through the airlock. It came through the airlock. All Are right.
2: there more of them? Oh yes. Oh oh, gross. Would
3: you say that this uh, growth covers a certain percentage of the vessel at this time? Yes. What percentage? Sixty. All right. Uh, hey, Mikey. What's up, Anton? I'm going to take five and go get a flamethrower. That seems entirely wise.
4: Hey, Mackie. What's up, Hoppa? I'm going to take five and finish my bioanalysis and
3: formulate a poison that will affect these creatures. That also seems like a great use of five minutes. You two make a great team, I tell you what. No matter what. At all. Mm -hmm. For
0: any reason. Yes, sir. Whatsoever. I'm hearing you. Open that airlock. (laughs) Until I'm back inside of the airlock (laughs) with the flamethrower. Oh, I'm way ahead of you there, brother.
2: (laughs) Hey, Pappy?
3: Uh, yeah. What's up, CB?
2: You don't think it could have laid any eggs, right?
3: Are your suit seals secure?
2: She does, like, a check.
3: Are you breathing? um,
4: (laughs) You're good. The only eggs that you have within your body are the ones that you brought from Minkauer.
0: Mm -hmm. Two.
2: I have noticed... Popper, that you seem to have some kind of joke protocol today, and so I'm going to choose to interpret that as a joke.
0: It's a setting. All right. i um, <laughs> I'm
1: sorry. Just real quick. Again, we had a little break. I didn't say that the ship is in vacuum, did
0: I?
2: Yes.
1: I did? Okay. The ship's in vacuum. Never mind.
0: Okay. I think All so. Right. I don't. I, mean, I think it's I just it's the gravity's in. off. Oh, okay. So but is, is it non-vacuum? But I still think that's, that we That's would've... a you
3: thing that you can yeah. change you, your mind on whatever. Yeah. I think that we would have breached the ship in the assumption that it was in yeah, vacuum. I
1: believe, yeah, you guys definitely suited yeah. up,
3: all not right. knowing what was on the. All right. So, uh, hey, CB, there's yeah. a non-zero chance that you're going to be cold, real cold, for a few seconds and have to hold your breath. But we, if we're committed to exploring this vessel, that's something we all might have to do.
2: I mean, I'm not worried about that. I'm wearing one of those fancy suits that we just got on Mencower, and... uh even though that thing fell in my face, it seems like she's got one of those, like, security head, um... Okay. That pre-tech mask uh, okay,
1: thing, because gotcha.
2: you said that was... Yeah.
1: In that case, the grease was on the helmet.
2: Yeah, I'm wearing one of those suits that we got on Menkower, so I think it's pretty good. It's All a right. pre-tech suit, so I'll probably be fine.
3: Well, uh... I just want
2: to make sure that that thing didn't put any eggs in me, because sometimes <laughs> when you're exploring in space things open up and they launch at your face and then later you're just trying to have dinner and they just come right out of you
3: you and me are gonna have to talk about the places you've been and the experiences you've had at i
2: heard place. about it on a ship i was on before
3: damn all right well, the Nostromo? basically before any of us go back onto the grace mr hopper is going to have figured out what we can do to do that safely okay which might involve, like, Anton just giving us a little once-over with his flamethrower, that will be unpleasant. I hope it doesn't come to that, but we'll see what happens. Anyhow. Don't uh, worry, I can rebuild your outer integument to nearly the visual
4: identical state that it was in before.
3: You're a good man. Or thing. You're good you, what you are. But with no wrinkles. I am immoral. <laughs> All right, so... Uh, you're a mushroom? It's for... Fuck you. <laughs>
1: And then, that's when
3: CB got thrown under your lock.
1: <laughs> hey, Anton, Sorry. since we
4: make such a good team, I came up with a team name for us. Oh, yeah? What's he got? The two best buddies who are the best buddies in the whole world. Better buddies with each other than with any other shitty robots who might happen to intrude.
0: It's a mouthful, but I like it.
4: Thanks, buddy.
1: You gonna get a tattoo?
4: He already has it. Tattoo on him. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, I could not find rules for a flamethrower, per se, mm-hmm. um... There's the plasma projectors, the probably closest equivalent, but also I mean I feel like we're talking TL three or lower technology as far oh, as yeah. like a straight up flamethrower. So
4: there is a rule in the Xenobestiary part for breath weapons for
1: aliens. There's that, and there's also a section on hazards, which includes mm-hmm. like radiation
0: and I mean If You're fire. the DM. You're gonna be like, yeah, it operates in a. Yeah, I don't think eight x four cone and does two d six damage over three turns or some shit, and I won't argue with you. I could do that. You thrust your hands out and
4: put your thumbs together, and then a fifteen foot cone of mystical flame shoots out. (laughs) Question about
2: fire: If this is a vacuum environment, does it work?
4: As long as there's an accelerant.
2: Okay, so if you're shooting the accelerant, then it'll work
4: should. It's a space flamethrower, so it it blasts out a cloud
1: of oxygen along with the fuel and a spark. Yeah, and it says, do not use outside a vacuum.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Mackie asks his weird spare hopper puppet, (laughs) what's the deal with Mariko? Marika. Marika. She's the best. She's the best, huh? That's cool. I'd love to meet her.
1: Right this way. I forgot I don't have legs. That way, I forgot I don't have
3: hands. (laughs) Tell you what, just, uh, sort of like indicate with your chin
1: he nudges his chin so you're in the the structure of this ship is basically two sections there's a large cargo bay and then there is the like flight deck
0: mm-hmm.
1: and crew quarters and everything and those are side by side so the and the ship connects with a corridor on the back which is where kind of the airlock is he nudges his chin toward the flight deck. Mm. The rest of the party has been making its way
3: into the cargo hold. Okay, so uh, this whole thing, this intrusion by this uh, biomass that we've been talking about, how did you handle it up till now? I didn't. Just coexisted with it? Yes. It didn't cause any problems your friend Marika? Nope. Mackie is operating on the assumption that there's something completely horrific happening in here, which <laughs> is based on his... John genre setting and somewhat limited knowledge of like what Grace and or Hopper do Mm -hmm. when they're in charge (laughs) so basically he's expecting there's probably a room in here somewhere that has like all of this Marika person's internal organs in jars with tubes between them and like a screaming head Mm -hmm.
2: so you're looking for like the lacrimonious
3: lounge (laughs) (laughs) nice that's what I'm looking for yeah Alright, so uh, Mackie will proceed in the direction that the Hopper Instinct um, did. Do you want Anton to take point
0: with the flamethrower? Otherwise, yes. he's rendered far less oh, effective. I Please have, do. Please
4: I do. have a cool idea for instead of a flamethrower, mm. it emits a cone of chlorine trifluoride, Okay. which is a gas that, when it comes into contact with pretty much anything, immediately combusts. Like Sweet. it will oh, set cool. fire to sand. It will set fire to water. That
0: sounds fucking rad. I'm into it.
2: Will it set fire to the hallways and damage the hallways themselves that we are attempting to...
0: I mean, in a vacuum,
4: if you only have... If you only squirt out a liter of gas, then only... It's only that, like, puff. Whatever it coats will... Gotcha. And then, was I successful in navigating the alien metabolism of this thing?
1: Yes. Okay. Well, you were successful in examining it. It looks to be about as hard to kill as a tardigrade. Hmm. It's, um, oh, man. That's pronounced Mardi Gras? Yeah. About as <laughs> <laughs> hard to kill as a Mardi Gras. Okay. Judging from its composition and um, the matter that it stores in these weird cyst-like ridges that run all over its body, it appears to eat inorganic matter. Hmm. Okay. So
4: it wouldn't be a harm to any of the meat bags no, unless it like,
0: punctured their... Suit or
1: something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But it was, so it's, it's. But it's digestive. saliva is a very slow act. I mean, like, it's essentially, uh. Digestive
0: water almost. Oh, okay. So this would, <clears throat> this would take place over the course of, like, decades. Yeah. Gotcha. So they're largely gross, but non harmful.
1: Yep. Appear so, to be. Unless they lay there. They might be on the fuel line, though. And then that would be. Yeah. Or when a, a certain, uh,
4: mass threshold is exceeded and then they, uh, activate their quorum sensing and,
0: Hey, hey, Grace. It's Chase 2. Yeah. Not to tell you what to do, but now seems like a good time to keep a good eye on your exterior whole cameras.
4: I thought you were keeping an eye on my exterior whole cameras, big guy.
0: Only Wink. ever your foxhole.
1: You hear Nolan Ryan
4: P. Jr. in the background, who are you talking to? Don't worry about it, baby. You're the only one for me. You know that.
1: <laughs> what are you guys doing with the one that was uh, on CB? You said you tossed it into a corner. That is correct. Well, I think, yeah, sir. I think Hopper was like...
4: Hopper's got it okay Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. Okay, gotcha.
2: I mean, player inclination is like, wad that shit up and toss it in a test tube. You never know... <laughs> When you mm-hmm. might want to release it on something, but um, CB's not going near it.
4: <laughs> so, yeah, so if I had, like, a relatively thick-walled glass vessel, it would take a good... Could I estimate, like, uh, how thick it would have to be for before it could digest?
1: Um, exam? You don't have any glass containers on the grace that are thin enough for it to get through in, like, a century. Oh, okay. So it's uh, harmless on the scale of time that humans... <laughs> So. Gotcha. I
4: like this uh, alien hazard that's
3: not actually a hazard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mackie talks to his weird puppet hopper. So uh, this thing, I'm assuming that just out of boredom, you probably analyzed it at some point.
1: Maybe. <laughs> Why are you being coy? Because I-, I have been performing my required memory wipes.
3: Oh, Okay.
2: I thought he was gonna say it's a setting. <laughs>
3: uh, <laughs> it is a setting. <laughs> uh, how frequent are your memory wipes? No longer than three days apart. Okay. Wow, that's extreme. But uh, so you don't know anything about how this thing reproduces? No. Cool. You are worthless. Thanks for nothing. And he switches it off. I have backup. <laughs> and, uh, what was the
0: um, the name? marika 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 mm-hmm. wondering if marika is uh like a shipbound vi
4: mm-hmm.
0: well oh shit so the
4: other so back on the grace where or like Inza the name of mm-hmm. the ship uh, right is unleashing uh nolan can i try and pinpoint the location or or the uh like communications protocol of that transmission that attempted to hijack in
1: mm-hmm. okay so uh you want a programming check Probably.
4: Programming int, I
1: think, is the, would be standard, but okay. you can make a case for something else. Uh, that is an 8. Something connected, something something attempted to connect, uh, let me see how to describe it, something very similar to Hopper that you have automatic protocols in place to detect and connect to. Mm-hmm. Basically, this thing triggered that protocol. Okay. Like, nothing called you. It was like a automated. It was like walking up next to somebody's router with your... Wi-Fi turned on your phone. Gotcha.
4: Okay. So it doesn't necessarily even seem like it was malicious, maybe, then. No. I mean, it's hard to tell, but... Then in that case, I would like to uh, set up a firewalled connection and uh, let it attempt to connect to it, a VM. It's no longer there. Oh, okay. Or did, it's no longer in contact. Did it go away when the extra hopper powered down? Uh, yeah. Okay. Interesting.
2: So, yeah, if we're moving forward... CB's going to stay close to Maggie but I definitely want to do like a, like I'm scanning as I go Mm -hmm. for anything that looks interesting. Wall panels that are open, doors that we come across, she's going to just do a little wiggle to see if they're easily opened that kind of thing
1: So everyone all together is heading toward the flight deck, is that correct? Yes.
3: Okay. With Anton in the lead, with his uh, chlorine thrower. Mm-hmm. It's mostly
1: hatches that open into vacant storage. Uh huh. There are a few bunks that you come across that appear to be kind of like the what is it? The coffin motels and. Uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Cyberpunk capsule hotels. Yeah. Okay. So it's like a little drawer that you open and there's a mattress and pillow. I mean,
0: you take I think a little nap.
2: CB is despite her. Concerns about space folklore attacking her. Um, she is still curious. I want to like wrestle through stuff, and even if it's like personal effects or something, I mean that's interesting.
1: Yeah, most of the things that you find are old and not built for uh, centuries. Mm-hmm. So you know, you find a few magazines that are unreadable. Cool. Portraits that have faded. Oh. Find a hairbrush. <laughs>
2: Ooh, take this to the sadness room, we can clone all. Yeah. Do we find any bodies?
1: Uh, not yet,
4: but soon. Interesting. Okay, cool. Behind you, uh, Hopper slurps the strand of hair from the hairbrush like a (laughs) piece of spaghetti.
3: (laughs) Anton. Yo. So listen, uh, I figure between me and you, we have all of the knowledge that the two human beings could have about the shit that goes wrong. When something shoots our ship. Our ship, yes. Yeah. So this is a pre-tech vessel. The Grace is a pre-tech vessel. There ought to be some salvage on here that can make things easier on us the next time somebody shoots our vessel. I would imagine so, yeah. All right, so uh, be thinking on that. We
0: can use the fighter with the mining laser to take out bits of armored hull sections. Keep those. That's a great idea. Uh, Just in the metagame, we would have to
4: sacrifice some mass allowance somewhere else Mm -hmm. or uh, take on less cargo.
0: Well, I mean, we already sold all of our vehicular cargo. I imagine that we might be able to use some of that space. Yeah.
1: As the ship's cook, plumber, and mechanic... (laughs) Well, no. Mackey's the mechanic. Yep. But uh, as his assistant mechanic, you do know that this ship... So it has what's called a system drive, which is a totally different thing from... uh, from a spike, spike drive.
0: drive so it's it's not a meta-dimensional so, fairing vessel it's just a system
3: it's got an um, impulse engine
1: yeah so it uses something similar to your artificial gravity okay but it can use that to accelerate to very high speeds but it's still quite a lot slower than a spike drive okay.
2: wild thought could you turn that into a cannon Um, If it was adding velocity to something you tossed in there very quickly and you aimed that at something else. oh,
1: You could turn into a torpedo for sure.
2: Uh, Well, I mean,
4: (laughs) you could turn anything into a torpedo Mm -hmm. as long as it's got some propulsion. All right. So uh, let's spend like a few hours of real time (laughs) game time
1: refitting the ship, calling difficult checks. Throw all the real torpedoes at the fucking airlock. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) yeah, We don't need make some room.
2: Can we turn this into a shuttle
1: that we could use?
0: For sure. Awesome.
2: But no, like for real though, But is there some other, I guess maybe taking, not that use, but is there some other use for that drive that we would have? I
0: think that depends on how clever we are.
1: Removing the system drive from the ship without a shipyard and 30 technicians and gotcha heavy machinery okay. would be prohibitive. But the reason I bring it up is because everything else is pretty much usable. Provided it still works. So, like, okay. you can get plenty of uh, parts to replace other stuff, but there's nothing here that's going to help your spike drive.
4: This being an in-system cargo ship, it's probably not
0: heavily armored then.
1: It does not appear to be. Gotcha.
0: Are <laughs> there armaments? To, or will can we do, like, a full system when you get to
1: yeah. the flight deck?
0: Yeah, when you get to the flight deck. That makes
1: All more right.
3: sense. All right, cool.
1: Okay. You're heading down this uh, dark corridor. You're floating along. All right. Anton is doing a cool, like, spin... He's rotating as he he floats down this corridor with a flamethrower in front of him.
4: (laughs) He's pulling an expanse.
1: Yeah. Illuminating the uh, darkened passageway where random bric-a-brac floats in your path. You do spot a couple more of those strange dish towel creatures. They seem to be just kind of randomly dispersed around. It's like wherever they hit a wall, they just stuck there and
0: have been there ever since. I mean, as long as you're... Still non harmful. I don't see any reason to mess with them. Yeah, that sounds good.
1: This one's
4: really friendly, and it's like Hopper's got (laughs) one stuck to the side of his head.
0: You do
1: see, Hopper, you do see two of them that are about three millennia into their mating process. (laughs) So they've got their corners are like touching a little bit. I
4: delicately put my hand in front of CB's (laughs) eye.
1: (laughs) you were going to pull them apart. That would mean... (laughs) I know. Leave some room for Jesus. (laughs) Uh,
4: Three inches for the Holy Spirit, if you
1: please. (laughs) Oh, dear. Up ahead, there is a bend in the corridor. This, uh, again, this corridor is the entire back of the ship. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like picture an inner tube that's closed on one end. So Mm -hmm. you just kind of have this U shape that you're walking through. Mm -hmm. And... The wall on your right provides a lot of, like, to borrow a Star Trek term, Jeffrey's tubes, right? like access ways into the ship's engineering. Okay. It's all tight squeezes. None of it's comfortable. There's no engineering
3: section. Okay.
1: But up ahead is a bend to your left, which presumably leads to the flight deck.
3: Let's go to there, yeah. If nothing stops us.
1: All right. Anton turns bravely around the corner (laughs) where he encounters a sealed bulkhead, his favorite thing. All around this area kind of stuck in safety netting and handholds are human remains. Bones. Oh,
2: like all stuck so this against whole, this?
1: Yeah, they're all up against the airlock door, or the bulkhead door, and Like there they are, were
2: trying to get in and this is where they stopped. Like this is where they could no longer move around.
1: Uh, would be, uh...
4: Yes. So, it is actual bones, or is it like mummified, desiccated? It
1: uh, is actual bones.
2: Are there any
4: bite marks
1: on any of the bones? Good. You can go get in there and dig around and find out. I mean, I suppose there there's somewhat there's still some probably mummified tissue. Okay, but it's long decayed human matter.
2: Hmm. I do kind of want to know. I, I, yeah, CB's gonna reach out, and you guys notice that CB's creeped out by a lot of. You notice that she has like a lot of weird, like "ooh, that's gross" kind of thing. Uh, she's not creeped out. There's nothing gooey.
3: She's right at home.
2: It's really the gooey things. <laughs>
3: FEMA? I barely know. <laughs> that's that's why C B
4: doesn't like hates worms so much is they have no bones. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, she's into bones. Um, um you, you, but if no you like ever
1: like go down into a uh like a drainage cistern on Panamorphia it's just full of this just bones. So, yeah.
2: But yeah, no, so I wanna dig through that a little bit before we deal with the bulkhead. I do wanna note taking a look at the bones, she's not proficient, but like I wanna at least do a you know, if I see anything, maybe. And then also digging through there to see if there's any, like, uh, shiny shit that maybe got lost there. Mentioned sewers, so she finds a mm-hmm. little Tasha Rune action.
4: Yeah. Do you want your uh, friendly neighborhood medbot to uh, check out
2: Sure. Yeah. bones? Sure, yeah. Go for it. I guess. Could I do a... Sur- I mean, she's mostly interested in, like, if she sees anything on bones in passing. But she's mostly looking for, like, cool shit. Mm-hmm. So I guess just, like, notice... Int... Notice whiz, that kind of thing. Either one. Sure. Notice whiz. Notice int. They're the same for me.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: It's just a straight die roll. Oh, it's a pretty good straight die roll. Uh, Ten total.
1: Okay. You find a sock. Cool. A wristwatch and um, a couple of personal like hand terminals, data pads. Okay. And if there's any, like, weird little items you're looking to find, you can probably okay. find those, too.
2: No, she snaps the antique watch just, like, right on her wrist. Mm-hmm. That one comes with her.
1: It goes... <laughs> <laughs> and then you notice the watch. the face is a jack-o-lantern. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, man! <laughs> I bet someone will trade me good shit for this thing. Mm-hmm. This weird swatch situation. The data pads are of interest, but I'm not particularly good with them. Hey, Pappy? Hey, what's up? I know their tech is kind of old, but there's some actual data slabs in here. I don't know if you'd be able to, like, get into them.
3: Sure, let me see them. I'm kind of old, too.
2: <laughs> and, uh, hey, Hopper? Yes, CB? Um, I'm kind of curious about these bones, if, what, maybe,
4: they are human why bones. they're
2: here. Okay, well, that's good to know. Um, Maybe if you took a
4: look, Uh, that is a twelve
1: on to scan. Okay, as many as you examine, Mm -hmm. there are a few that died of starvation. Okay, and then there are the ones that those people ran out of. (laughs) Okay, so and the you guys know what I'm talking about when I say cargo netting, right? Like it's the yeah Mm -hmm. real thick straps. Someone set that up in this corridor, presumably to restrain the bones from floating all over the place. Okay. Or was this, like, a larder? That's mm-hmm. a good question. They're kind of oh. up against the uh, bulkhead door. Yeah,
4: so some of them are wendigo bones. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Some of, And some of them have, like, tool marks or, like, slicing...
1: Yeah, they show the markers. classic signs of cannibalism, which, if you're not familiar, <laughs> is, uh, <laughs> hands and feet and heads cut off. Okay. To make the meat not look human.
4: Damn. I find that's just an unnecessary step. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't necessarily see that in bones, but yeah.
1: Well, it's cutting. The bones are...
4: If there's cut cut
2: marks on the ends of... Yeah, I guess on the ends of long
3: bones. It's cut with a meat cleaver. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Mackie will take the data slabs and he'll sort of like tuck them into some sort of pocket or compartment on his suit. And uh, the door in front of us is presumably the one to the flight deck. Yep. Hey, uh... Fake Hopper. What, what's, what's your name? What do they call you?
1: You're turning him back on? Mm-hmm. Okay. You turn him on, he takes a minute. Nurse Bot Jr.
3: Nurse Bot Jr. Hmm. I feel like you should have held out for something better. <laughs> That's neither here nor there. This is the door of the flight deck, correct? He points him at the flight deck. Correct. Anything interesting waiting for us in there? The captain. Oh, the captain. Cool. Uh, Anything we should know about the captain before we meet the captain? She's great. (laughs) Yeah, wonderful. (laughs) Anton. Yep. All right. Is there any sort of cover that Anton could get behind in this corridor before I open this door? You can go back around the bend. It's not very far. All right, Anton. I'm going to open this door for us. Uh, I'd recommend that the rest of you get around the bend Anton also get back around that bend but like cover the opening okay you got it bus alright uh, uh Hopper stands in between the door and Mackie <laughs> uh well that was to be expected just you know be ready to push off fast if I give the word Oh, I think it's very important to note
4: at this point that Hopper has arranged the uh, space leather on top of his pink pimp hat so that now it looks like the witch's hat from What We Do in the
3: Shadows. (laughs) Nice. Nice.
1: That hat is cursed. And it also does the puckering thing, so that's... uh...
3: (laughs) Mackie rolls a fixed check for... 8 plus 3 is 11 plus 1 for 12 to open the door to the flight deck.
1: Okay. That's probably a success but uh, what does that look like? Hmm. The 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 door appears to be sealed. Like the people who died here wanted it.
3: Okay. So he is going to...
2: Do you have a torch that could...
3: (laughs) That's probably part of my multi-tool but let me see if I've got anything else cool hanging out.
2: Does uh, Anton's gun, would it destroy this?
3: Probably not.
4: No.
1: Maybe in time, but...
3: You know, I had a brother named Nursebot Jr. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mackie uh, takes some of the cables and uh, bits of various connectivity Mm -hmm. off of the uh, Nursebot Jr. head, Mm -hmm. and he hardwires it into the door panel, and then he uh, takes a little bit more and hardwires it into a data slab, Mm -hmm. The
1: Data Slab has a uh, game running on it that's paused. Do you close the game? What game? It's an old... Catgirl Postgraduate. It's It's in uh, ancient English from uh, like the year 3000, so
3: uh, you don't know. Mm. Damn, I don't want to close that game for some reason. I feel like you've got something good there. Yeah, he's not going to wire the head into a, into a data pad. He's saving that for later. He is just going to try to uh, use the hopper head to hot wire the door.
1: Okay. Then you got a 12? I did. All right. You plug him in, and he says, open sesame.
3: <laughs> oh, I could have guessed that. Was that really
1: the word? Friend.
2: <laughs>
1: Friend. <laughs> and then he starts rapidly going through passwords.
3: One, two, three, four, five.
1: Swordfish.
3: (laughs) One, two, three, four, five, six. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven.
1: And then the door hisses open. Boom, boom, boom. Revealing a darkened flight deck. A large, spacious, kind of oval shaped room. Okay. With a dais toward the center. With a uh, chair with its back to you. The entire far wall is made up of like a glass steel panel but it has shielding lowered over it, so you wouldn't have been able to see in from outside. Okay. And in the chair, there is a figure with its back to you with beautiful, long, platinum blonde hair.
0: everyone uh that's the end of our episode for this week i just want to say thank you guys so much for listening we really appreciate it you know it just really means a lot that there are folks out there that have stuck around this far
2: want to give a big thank you to jackson sybe who composed our music it is a beautiful piece of music and we hope one day to be the show that lives up to it
3: damn right and if you want to know more or maybe not know more but just touch us in a different kind of way go to www.astronomicapodcast.com, and there you will find a permanent non expiring non-inspiring, <laughs> non-inspiring. <laughs> i
0: know that true. is ac- that is accurate
3: <laughs> non-expiring invitation to
4: our discord where most of us spend the majority of our non-podcast social interacting time we have different channels. We usually participate in NaNoWriMo. There are community one-shots that are open to all to run and participate in every month. That's where we run the Patreon one-shots, which if you are generous enough to contribute some money, we have a uh, special cast-included one-shot episodes there. And just a
0: general all-around good time with a wacky bunch of malcontents. Lots of memes and GIFs, which is why anyone's on the internet, really. Yep.
1: And uh, if you want to support us, you can check us out at patreon.com slash astronomica podcast. If you don't want to fund the growth of global communism, you can instead just give us a five-star review uh, on the podcast app of your choice, provided five is the most. (laughs) (laughs) If there are anywhere, there are ten stars, then like at least an eight.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I'd say we're a Memphis eight. (laughs)
0: Uh, They say Memphis 8 is a New York bad podcast
2: (laughs) (laughs) And on that note, thank you guys for listening And we will catch you next week
0: Goodbye Forever Oh wait